Welcome to Set Podcast, episode 99AB. Uh, I'm your co-host, Jolyn Holm, with Jason Shirley. Jason, uh, uh, my turn. Chicago Big Bears win, Jay. Yeah. Uh, we have many things to talk about, so we got to get going here. We do. The time is short. So time is short. <clears throat> we will get going here. So Bears win 23-16 in Carolina. thought they looked pretty good. Uh, I'm sorry? I thought they looked pretty good. Oh, no. No. No? No. All right. Defense looked good. At times. The second half of offense looked good. First half was trash. Yes. Like getting a delay a game penalty off a timeout. What are you doing? What happened? That can't be a thing. Right? Oh, speaking of things, is AB a thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Apparently it is. Apparently it is. Okay. Um, so we got off with a uh, – we have a sighting, Jason, by the way. Yes. A Bears sighting of Cole Komet. They brought him in out of the cold. We found him. There they did. Go. Found him in the end zone, as a matter of fact. A nine-yard pass from Nick Foles. Tutty, tutty. Short drive that was after a – oh, I'm trying to remember. Was it, that was a pick. Yes. A pick on, uh, on third down out of the end zone. Uh, and here's a question. Why wasn't that Bridgewater – A safety? I don't know. Right? I, I think from what they said on the radio, um, as I was coming back from church, mm-hmm. uh, that his forward progress had taken him out of the end zone. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, man, I don't know. You know, is it the nose of the football going the other way across the goal it line? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm not sure. But a, a knee down in the end zone to me says, correct. Put him over your head. It tells me you're done. Yeah. Um, so they find Komet on a great little Foles pass that he, I don't think Mitch could have done. No, no. And yeah, I got to see that at halftime, and yeah. he threaded a needle, boy. I mean, Komet was double covered. Yeah, exactly. And he put it right there. Yeah, he did. Um, so Santos kicks 7 nothing. Bears. Panthers come down, drive a good length of the field. Uh, Bears bend, don't break. Uh, give up a 21-yard field goal to Sly, 7-3 Bears. Then the Bears counteract with a uh, Santos field goal to make it 10-3. Then another bend-don't-break drive by the Panthers. Where the Bears Which just Panthers. chewed clock. It did, yeah. They were eating with both hands. That was a 13-play, 73-yard drive, 6-0-9 off the clock, but they only end up with three. Yeah. 10-6, and then a Santos 55-yard boom shot to end the first half. 13-6 at halftime. Which the coach um, pointed out or queried at the time, um, where does that stand, you know, for Bears all time? And all I could give him was that uh, good as gold hit a 58-yarder in 2013 yeah. as <clears throat> as the record. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, you don't get a lot of 55. You don't get a lot of 50-plus Bears field goals. Right, exactly. That's that's hard. So they go to halftime, up thirteen six. Uh, they come out of, uh, and then they come in the third quarter, with a ten play fifty six yard drive. Uh, Nick Foles a one yard keeper run, 
um, for their first score in the third quarter this year. Yes. Uh, so thought, yay and nay. We thought that. Montgomery had a touchdown, but right. his elbow was down before the ball crossed the uh, goal line. So. Boom. And we'll get to Mr. Montgomery in a minute. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. You don't so. like the way he dances. I'm not super happy. Uh, so it's 26 now, 20 to 6 by the Bears in the, and then the start of the fourth quarter. Uh, Mike Davis, who you really, as cliche as it sounds, you really can only slow him down. He's that he's been that good the last since McCaffrey got hurt. Yeah, uh, one yard run, slide kick, twenty to thirteen, starting to get a litchy, right? Mm-hmm. Then uh, Bears come down with a, a ten play, sixty two yard drive. Unfortunately, have to settle for a Santos field goal to make it twenty three thirteen. And then a minute and a half later, a sly field goal. Uh, makes it 23-16, and that is your final score. Bears win. Bears are 5-1. and one. Yes. Um, I thought the defense played great, and I'm going to about to blow our regular listeners' minds. All righty. Uh, I have to give the devil his due. You're not going to talk about Mr. Fuller. Yeah. Kyle Fuller has been lights out the last two games. Okay. Not only in coverage, but also the hits. And that hit yesterday was not a penalty. No, okay, I'm with you on that. But the pass interference that Ejax took to the house was legit. Yeah, it was. So that took six right off the board for you. That's true, I guess, too. All right. But other than that, he's been really good. (laughs) Other than that, that, Mrs. Lincoln. Other than that, he's been really good. Uh, David Montgomery, 19 carries, 58 yards, no touch, 12-yard long. Mr. Happy Feet. And it's annoying the mm, out of me. And it's, it's hard to figure out if it's him right is does he have the happy feet or is it the offensive line not opening up the spots that he needs that he's been told to run to like it's 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 not to be a sports radio megaphone but that's all people have talked about today is how he has zero openings not a not a quarter of daylight again it's a punch through and he's happy feeding it i don't know again i don't know if it's Again, the play that's laid out, he can't get through the hole, or right. he's just not attacking the hole that's there. And he's going to have to adapt. He's going to have to attack those. Even if there's a sliver of a hole, he has to gun it. Like, no happy feet. Right. But if that's the case, then I want us to stand up. Uh, may I approach the bench, Your Honor? Yeah. All right. Uh, we can't be the ones that say, ah, he goes two, you know, two, three steps and falls down. I mean, if we're asking the guy to hit the hole and there's no hole there, then that's what we're going to get. I agree. So, and it's, but, it's, I mean, we, we can't have it both ways, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Catch 22, it's like, is it his fault or is it the Lions' fault? Right. It could be a combination of both. It could be both. It could be both. Sure. Uh, Nick Foles ran rampant, Jay. Five carries, four yards. <laughs> hey, quarter- but a first down. It was. It was that was a touchdown. And then Cordero Patterson, uh, one carry for one yard. No, he ran for a first down in the second half, too. Foles did, yeah. That's yeah. True. That was his long, his seven long. <laughs> uh, Nick Foles, passing-wise, not a great day for him at all. Uh, 23 of 39, 198 a tut. No sacks, though. He was not sacked. As bad as, bad as the offensive line was yesterday, they didn't get allow a sack. So, Truth. And he did throw the one pick. Right. Pass, and pass it could. 70. Gross. Oh, 70? 70. Oof. Zero. Those are Mitch's numbers. Oh, wait, it gets and, and in fact, there was a pass in the first half that you called a Mitch pass 
And it was one of those where, you know, he just told whoever it was, he's like, okay, they're going to blitz. I'm throwing it here. Mm -hmm. And he didn't even look and threw it there and into double coverage. And they were lucky that that didn't get snatched either. But I mean, he doesn't hold the ball too long, obviously. And he doesn't take a lot of sacks, but uh, that one, I I wish he would have just thrown in the stands. Yeah. Um, Leading catcher was uh, Aaron Robinson. Nine targets, five catches. Allen Robinson, Aaron Robinson, Allen Robinson, Jesus Christ. Hey, hey Ron. That's right. Uh, nine, nine targets, five catches, 53 yards, no tuts. Uh, then Jimmy Graham had eight targets, five catches for 34 yards. Uh, David Montgomery caught four out of the backfield. Um, Those were great, too. And they got a screen. They got a yeah. screen board, too. That was awesome. It's amazing that we're lauding a screen. but uh, Well, I mean, they try it so often, and it never works. Successful. Right, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Mooney, five targets, three catches, including a really good, that 18 yard catch he made was pretty good. Uh, Emily, only three targets, but he caught all three for only eight yards. Then the Komet touchdown, and then Coral Patterson and uh, Harris. Two picks by the Bears, Tayshawn Gibson and uh, Houston Carson, both were picks. Uh, and yeah. both really changed the entire yeah. face of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that one that should have, I mean, being able to score a touchdown off that first turnover, I know, really just it just set the game. Absolutely, when it happened, I'm like, they got to score a touchdown here. You cannot, yeah. Uh, for the Panthers, Jay uh, Davis, 18 carries, only 52 yards. He averaged less than three yards a carry. Wow! Um, but he did have the touchdown. Teddy Bridgewater, eight carries for 48. Cannon, three carries for 12. This is where it gets worse for passing rating. Here we go. Teddy Bridgewater, 16 of 29, 216, four sacks, no touchdowns, two picks, passer rating of 50. 50. Wow. That's awful. Yeah. It's not he, Rex Grossman awful, but it's, it's awful. It's pretty, yeah, it's not bad Rex awful. Right. He, uh, he ran more yesterday than he ever had in the NFL. I mean, going back to the Vikings, going uh, to the New Orleans, whatever. I mean, that's, and that's testament to the Bears' D. It is, you know, it is. They're getting after, and they're they're starting to. I I'm not going to try. Uh, I'm trying to put this the way that I can put it. They're five and one. Yeah. Their defense. I mean, this is looking a lot like 2006. Yeah. Right. Well, with with the exception. Are you ready for this? (laughs) All right. This is something that I looked up before we got a chance to get on. And if you have a chance to use the interwebs while we're chatting, you can try pull pull up and look at, I believe the bears are 27th in offense. If you look at the teams below them, they either have one win or no wins. And you get up to the outlier of everybody kind of in the same boat of the bears being able to, to not run the ball and right. the bears are five and one. So I, I think if the bears can take it from like 27 to like 15, they could be a super bowl team because I think the defense is championship caliber. And we've seen, like you said, Oh six, where we went with a pedestrian offense and you know, an ass kicking defense. Right. Well, if you do yards per attempt, Pass-wise, yeah, they are thirtieth. Wow. Um, the only other ones are going to be the Jets with five and a half, and the Eagles with six. Actually, they're tied with the Eagles with six yards per pass attempt, which is just 
Well, if you look at those teams that can't run the ball, a la the Bears, um, a lot of them don't run the ball. It's not that they can't. It's just that they're so far behind that they've got to throw the football all the time. And the Bears are definitely not in that category. No, and the Bears are 25th in rushing per carry. Oof. 3.9. They're not even averaging four yards a carry. Yeah, those Mike Davis numbers you gave earlier, I'm like, hey, that's like the Chicago Bear Mike Davis. Kind of. Yeah. They had him. They did. And he was a guy that ran the ball. <laughs> like three yards at a crack. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Bears win out of that. Um, the, the thing that I heard this morning on my on my drive around was um, Hub Arkush, right? Mm-hmm. I love listening to Hub talk about the Bears. He's great. He is. Unfortunately, it's on Dan Bernstein's show, but Ooh. and he was talking about and he and he brought up a valid point as he always does, right? Mm-hmm. Bears are five and one. There's really no team in the NFC that has their same record that looks better than the bears. I would have held up. I would have held up the Packers after like the first six minutes of that game in Tampa as what you were trying to aspire to. Right. I'm like, that's the team you want to be. Here's a team that, you know, they come down. I'm surprised they didn't get a touchdown on that first drive, but I mean, they chewed up like, I don't know, 11 minutes a clock or something ridiculous like that. And then um, Tampa Bay did to the Packers exactly what the Bears did to Tampa Bay. Right. right, right <laughs> I mean, right. that game turned in, in under three minutes and it was over. Yep. That's Just it. like that. But I, and I don't think I've ever seen a Rogers led team get kicked in the dick like that consistently. He was on his back. Um, you know, they were three and out. Yeah, it, yeah. That it was like that team quit. And I don't know. And when they came back at halftime, it wasn't, it was like the exact same, yeah. you know, they, there was no spark. They were flat. It was, and I, apparently in uh, Wisconsin sports radio today is saying, Oh, that's exactly what they needed. That was the wake up call that they needed. They were just coasting all along. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I think they, I, I'm going to go on a limb and say they try to win every game they play. You would think so. That they don't want to lose. And that defense was Nor- just get their dick in the dirt like they did. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, he didn't even have a chance. <laughs> they were terrible. It was good for me. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, they, no, um, I watched the whole thing until, until they threw in the backup quarterbacks. And I'll tell you, I watched the whole thing because I had a couple of prop bets yesterday sure. that involved uh, Brady and Rogers, both throwing uh, four touchdowns. Combined. So that did not happen. That did not happen. The only other team that I can see, in the NFC, that's arguably better than them is Seattle. Right, right now. Yeah. I, and the Ram, and maybe the Rams. They play the Rams Monday night coming up. Yep. So I'm like, here's the thing, too. And, and you can't beat Russ right now. The Russ Niners, is unbeatable. The Niners handled that defensive line. They handled yeah. the battle pretty well. So I'm hoping to God, because the offensive line for the Bears has just been garbage. But they haven't allowed too many sacks, so you got to give them a little, a little bit of this. But Aaron Donald is a man. That dude is a man. <laughs> he is a grown ass man. He's a grown ass man. He's going to come with the hurt. So they now, better be ready. How it's so odd. How from I mean every every year it's like oh what makes the NFL so great is parody and you know every any given Sunday and blah 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 blah, but 
legit, man. I mean, they benched Garoppolo last week. He played and he kicked ass. He came back out. And he- yes. And, and like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Cam Newton is like an MVP candidate. And then, you know, they lose to Denver yesterday. Right. And it's like, wait, wait what? It's like, oof. Uh, just, just not good. No. But the Bears will, uh, again, uh, as we, as I mentioned, they play Monday night coming up this week. So maybe something special for us that night, perhaps, maybe? Maybe so. Mm, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about offline, as we like to say, in the business. There you go, in the, in the business. That's right. Uh, baseball, Jay. Yeah. Unless well, you have thoughts. I don't I've, to- got, uh, I've got money on, on both of those teams. I had money on the three remaining teams uh, going into yesterday. Okay. Uh, the biggest payout would have been the Braves, unfortunately. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted well. a Tampa Bay World Series. That would be sweet. We're not going to yeah. instead uh, the the two best records in the you know, best record in American League versus the best record in National League. It's funny there how you it go. Works sometimes that way. So Dodgers Rays. Um, it's hard to say the Dodgers aren't going to win this, right? Um, but Tampa just seems they have that horseshoe up their ass. They just seem to, you know, overcome and overcome and overcome and battle, 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 and yeah, you know. These games are all going to be like four-hour games. They're going to be back and forth. I mean, it's going to be honestly kind of a tough watch, I think, in my opinion. But maybe um, not if you, I mean, if you like pitching, Dodgers and six probably something like that. I think, um, but we'll see. I, I could be wrong. Have been before. Will be again. Yeah. Well, I hedged yesterday um, on our good friend with the good friend, the Dodgers, and. Uh, it was a Bellinger home run and uh, a Dodger win, and that paid like fifteen bucks. Nice, so. nice, nice. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, and we will we'll have all off season to talk about our teams, I'm sure. Um, but my team. Oh, you know what? We we can't just let that go. Yeah. I mean, what's Jerry thinking? Throwing um, LaRusse's name out there. I don't know, dude. I, He's, if he ends up being a manager of this team, that's a step backward as much as I don't like Ricky Renteria and I think his managing style sucks. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it, Ricky Renteria's style doesn't fit 2020 baseball. Right. It fits like 1976 baseball. Well, there were a couple of theories floating around. Um, one being that Jerry feels the biggest mistake he ever made was firing La Russa in the first place or letting, letting La Russa get fired right. in the first place. Awkward. So by throwing this out there, he's kind of stroking Tony's ego saying, Hey, look, you know, I, I still think you're great, even though you're almost 80 yeah. and have no finger on the pulse of the game anymore. And but you know, I just want to get your name out there and get it circulated and then that'll help. Right. So that's one theory. The other theory is that to kind of say, hey, look over here, look at this shiny thing. Right. People won't go, oh, AJ Hinch is a cheater. I don't want a fucking cheater on our team. But when they hire him and they say, well, we could have fucking had La Russa. I mean, Jesus, that would have been the worst. Right. I mean, so it could have been that. Right. So I, I don't know. Could have hired an elderly man to to, or <laughs> hired someone's grandpa. Right, Grandpa Tony. Ugh. 
Grandpa Tony reciting the alphabet. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That boy. Uh, yeah, so, so what are you thinking? I mean, obviously, your hatred of the Astros showed no, no limits. It was up there with uh, your feelings about Notre Dame for a while. For a bit, so, yeah. I'm not. I mean, never, never quite the, the twins. The problem is this too. I'm not super stoked about AJ Hinch um, being here. Cheating aside, but cheating aside, bunch of cheater, always a cheater. That's right. Um, I don't really know who else you would get. Um, you know, Alex Cora because of all the you know Latino players on the team. Maybe, but he's a right. fucking cheater too. Right. Um, uh, you know, I. It's going to be interesting to see who they do. I'm glad Ricky is no longer the manager, if that makes any rational sense. And Coop's gone too. Right. Um, and the speculation on that was that Bauer wouldn't have pitched for Coop, and that they're actually actively looking for Bauer. It could be. I mean, that, that's a distinct possibility. They're gonna. They they want to go out and sign a pitcher. Yeah. They're a pitcher, they're a pitcher short. Right. They now. are. Now, granted, you still have Kopik, who's coming, who's by all indications is 100% ready to go for next year. Mentally, right. physically, he's got everything back in order. Um, and blame Carlos, fucking Cooper Rodan, on that too, letting that out. Carlos Rodon, right? We'll have another year to re, you know rehab and get stronger and better. I mean, like it's you know it's, it's catch twenty two. One of the names thrown out that would be very interesting would be Sandy Alomar Jr. Hmm. Um. I like been, it. He's been managing for Tito in Cleveland for the last little bit. He's been a bench, bench coach for, Tito for. He's been a bench coach for Tito for a while. Former Sox player, so I mean, like you know, Jerry would like loves bringing back the old players. He does. I think Sandy Elmer would have some traction here. I really do. I um, like it. I think if I if I had to make a pick, it'd be probably Sandy Elmer Jr. We might hope anyway. Okay. At um, least to be on the short list. Not Tony Russo, please. No. Not Tony. Nobody wants him around. No, he doesn't want it. No. And that was the other thing that Jerry would offer it to him, knowing that he would decline it. But right. then that way he got to, Maybe. hey, Maybe I let you me. get fired. Right. So I'll offer you a job and let you turn it down. Right. Yeah. Are we even? Are we square? Oh, you don't want it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, hey, I offered it to you. Right. Like, like what? Oh, my goodness. God, can you imagine out of, how out of touch <laughs> with like Tim Anderson and Oh my God! You know, I mean, it's you just know, the first time Anderson did a, anything, he'd, he'd bench him probably. Oh. Get over there, and you don't get him, girl. Screw you! Recite the alphabet again. No doubt, I'm Grandpa. All asleep in the dugout, bro. Anyway, duh. But yeah, that's my that's my guess would be Sandy Alomar Jr. That, I like it. Or your pick. Maybe I, I. That's who I would hope for. Um, clean dude in terms of not cheating so you're not getting the hinch and, and Cora you know doom and gloom and you get Sandy Elmer who's again former player he would fit right in I would think with the Latinos and everything else so that is my hope yeah I like coup? it what about the um, now there was some speculation that they got hinch that he might have Cora on his staff but do you think that Cora is not going back to be in uh, I can't imagine, right? A bench coach. I can't imagine. There's gonna be somebody out there that wants him. Yeah, for sure. There's gotta be a team desperate enough. Hopefully it's not the White Sox, if I'm honest. But right. Uh, it's still funny though to me that 
that he's 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 going to get a gig like you know and both him and hinch have served their time they've right their penance so i mean and it'll distract them enough not to you know not distract them is the wrong word but okay. um what's what for uh we'll we'll let them manage again like they won't it won't be an impedance to them that's where i'm looking for right you know because to be I mean, to be fair to be fair, to be fair. AJ, hinch, aj hinch can manage yeah he's 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 a good a modern game and so i mean so is alex cora to an extent but again and you can cheat all you want but they still have to hit the ball and if you know what's coming obviously you've got a better chance truth you still have to hit it. You still have to field, and you still have to do all the things that have to happen. You still have to manage men. You know. Right. And I guess, and I don't know if it makes it any better or any worse, but how much they knew about it, right? Both of them. Right. I mean, they had to know what's going on, right? I, I mean, one would think. Especially otherwise, Kyle. you're like, hey, what the fuck is that over there? Why is why are they why, why are they doing they're that? On trash cans in the in the hallway over here. He had to have known. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, it was sanctioned. For sure, but I don't know. I people still call Belichick the greatest, you know, NFL coach of all time. And how many scandals has he lived? Yeah, through? I mean, and how many? I mean, it, it it's finding an advantage. Being a good leader of men, mm-hmm. you still have to know. You know, I mean, that's what makes managers great. Is that not only can they manage the game, but they can also manage the people that they're dealing with. Right. That's why. Del Harris wasn't Phil Jackson. Egos and everything else. Like there's, there's right. more to being a manager than going ball, strike, steal, don't steal, hit and run, don't hit. There's a lot more to it. It's ego stroking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just egos. On the bat phone is your Netflix picks, Jay. What online? What uh, what has struck your fancy, so to speak? Oh, uh, Netflix picks. That's a great, uh, that's a a great question. Um, I got one. Well, then you jump right in kid. I'll start Uh, song exploder. Uh, it's a, it's a four, there's four episodes up there right now. Okay. Um, and they go dive deep, deep, deep dives into songs, whatever. One of the songs was losing my religion by REM. And they, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I heard about this on, um, yeah. On NPR, they were talking about it's it. Fantastic! It's also a podcast. It, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they 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 break it down to the point where there's a part at the end of losing my religion where there's hand claps in the last mm-hmm. and Bill Barry's like, "What do you mean there's hand claps?" I'm like, yeah, there's hand claps. You want to play it for you? And Bill Barry's like, "Yeah, play it." And there they are. You hear you hear the clapping going on. He's like, holy shit. Like, I didn't, I forgot that was there. Now, granted, he did have an aneurysm in his brain. And he did. Maybe something got deleted. Did he look okay? He looked great. Okay. Goal, old. And he's just I, been I, like, he's been like a farmer, right? Yeah, or, that's it. That's it. And or, it's funny because he. Does his wife own like a curio shop or something? Or okay. They can do whatever. I mean, he's got more money. Yeah. But he, I didn't realize how Southern his drawl was. Oh. He's like Mike Mills doesn't really sound Southern. And no. Doesn't. And Michael Stipe's from Illinois, so he doesn't have, he was born in Southern Illinois anyway, but Bill Berry has that Southern Georgia drawl, which is kind of humorous, I think. I was I'm like listening to it. Jesus, I don't remember him sounding like that. 
but man, it's deep. Well, they, when I, the radio spot that I heard about it, um, they said when they were talking to Mike Mills that, and they asked him about the baseline and he's like, I was just trying to play something to make me be able to stand playing the song. Like he yeah. hates the song. Right. So he, yeah. He hated it so much. I think it's just that he wanted to play something interesting. Okay. But I was going to say the way that it came across in the interview was like, I, I just had to find something that would allow me to play it. They said as soon as they heard the song from Peter wrote it. Right. The music for it. He, on the mandolin because he was bored. Right. Yes. Playing guitar. He was trying to, he didn't want to be a guitar hero. So he wanted yeah. to, so he learned Tom himself mandolin, which is a noble effort. Yes. I play mandolin. It's hard. Yes. Especially when you have big fat fingers like I do. Oh, anyway, um, it's a uh, and he's like, as soon as they heard the song, like this is a hit. This is gonna be a hit. I need to. I think. I think Mike Mills's point was, I need to play something that I can play every night and not get bored. I think is what his his modus operandi was for that song. And they talked about um, like the songwriting process, how Michael would just get a cassette recorder, like a cheap ass cassette thing, with a typewriter, and just sit there and type whatever came out of his head hmm. lyrics and they they talk about the song and they're playing it back and michael there's a point where michael's almost in tears like he's just it moved him so much wow and the, the guy asked him what is losing my religion what does that mean and he explains the, it's a southern term you know that means just i've had enough of that like i'm he's making me lose my religion you know stuff like that and everybody's like oh it's this big you know it's not <laughs> no it was about a relationship i thought or yeah, something. yeah yeah it's it's frustration and you're so frustrated like she's making me lose my religion it has nothing to do with actual religion so i can't believe people read read into that that though you know what i mean i can't believe that people actually think that think what that it's about actual religion i did really when i first heard it yeah nah, you could tell us about love song or something okay like, and he says, and they asked him, they, they asked him, is it, is it biographical or is it fictional? And Michael, before the guy could even finish the question, fictional. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's just. It's I mean, he was always like the big, like Morrissey, right? We're asexual because you, yeah. you couldn't tell people you were gay then. Right. But has he come out at all or. Michael? Yeah. Um, not officially, I don't think. Okay. No. So he's still running that asexual train. The statement he made was, my sexuality should only matter to the person sitting in my lap. Okay. Just fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Infer with that any way you'd like. Sure. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. I yeah. mean, Back so then he I, couldn't. Like Bob Mould couldn't. Are you a punk rocker? What? You could right? Well, right? Rob Halford. Oh. He did. He just said, fuck it, I'm gay. Yeah, right? <laughs> I've got more money than God now. I don't need to work another day in my life. I'm gay. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. All the leather and shit? Yeah. yeah really? Geez. You didn't know? I know. I know. Hell bent for leather. Yeah. Breaking the law. I mean, come on. Really? You had no idea. Oh, my, what, a, what a shocker. <laughs> Duh. But as far as losing fans and stuff, no. Yeah. Right? Right, right, right. right. Easy to give away. Clock them all. Sure. It's abbreviated edition. A B. It is for abbreviated. 
There you go. Huh? Well played. I like right. it. How's that? All right. Um, Anything else you'd like to add? No. What did you try? I'm just uh, looking at my Gucci. It's about that time, kid. All right. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening to this shortened episode of uh, It's That Podcast. We are, oh no, you can, I'm sorry, you, on the Facebooks, www.facebook.com slash It's That Pod. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, I am at Triple Indies. Jason is at J the Letter. Sleet Shirley. The Letter. The Letter, that's right. Uh, you can email us, Joe at It's That Podcast.com or Jason at It's That Podcast.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, play It's That Podcast and playing it. Rate, review, and subscribe. Don't cost you nothing. We thank you for doing that. We do. And I think that's about going to do it for this episode. Give us that back for the Packers. The Packers. And the Twins. And the Twins. Cardinals. Oh, Cardinals can super, super fuck off. Tony LaRusso. Oh, Jesus. A, B, C, D, X, Y, J, Q. Uh, 